Mark Hamill and Lucasfilm team up for a worthy tribute. Will the Snyder Cut finally see the light of day? And The Mandalorian adds another star to season two. All of this and so much more on The Geek Underground. Reviewing primary directive. Get plugged in. You are a sad, strange little man. Throw the freaking hump, imposter! What's that? Do you even listen to yourself when you talk? I drift in and out. Hey, cuckoo birds, do you mind? This is important. If you'll all excuse me, I have a man to beat in pool while wearing shorts. Mask question, do you hate this? Do you hate doing this? Do you? Are you like a crazy person? Why can't you see that for the compliment that it is? Wow, this is garbage. Welcome to the Geek Underground episode number 53. Thank you so much for joining us today. Woo-hoo. It is a Sunday. The sun is out. Usually we record in the evening, but I'm liking is the natural the light. Out? It's actually kind of well, cloudy. It's supposed to be out. It's partly cloudy was yeah. the weather forecast for today, at least if you're in the UK. But I think the weather forecast in the UK is always partly cloudy. I don't mm. think it really ever changes. Winter, summer, <laughs> fall, always or, or all cloudy. Is that really it's either partly cloudy or all cloudy? Is what you get in this country. We've had full days of sun with blue skies. Full days. We don't get many of them, but we get a few. One. A few. One a year. One a year. For goodness sake. One a year. Exaggeration. (laughs) Oh my goodness, we are uh, we're having fun. Um, and I just saw a really funny meme because th- this is the age that we live in right now. All right, where you can get a drive-by blessing. Uh, for those just listening, there is a picture of a priest wearing full PPE gear and a squirt gun, a little green squirt gun. It's like the holy hand grenade of Antioch. This doesn't kill but you, though. But it's the holy p- pistol. <laughs> And people are oh, driving by in their Galilee. cars and you get Woo! squirted by holy water. Like, really? Is this where we're at, though? Where you get squirted by Apparently. And, and holy water? Um, Apparently. I, I don't know. It, it's uh, it's pretty fun, though. Yeah. It's pretty fun. It's okay. And for those in the UK, I don't know. If you're in America, you might not have heard this, but we are getting very, very conflicting reports and things on what to do from our governments. Uh, like when Boris Johnson just came out and you had all the things about, all right, uh, it's good to stay at home and don't go anywhere, but you should go back to work and, and stay social distance and do all this, but go back to work. Uh, and there was a really funny meme video that came out from this. Uh, oh, you showed and, me this. And it I got to show you this. For those that are fans of Guardians of the Galaxy or just anything fun, if you're a fan of fun, you will enjoy this if you don't like it it means you're not a fan of fun okay okay don't push this button because that will set off the bomb immediately and we'll all be dead now repeat back what i just said no no that's the button that will kill everyone try again i'm Groot. mm-hmm i'm Groot. uh-huh no! <laughs> but that, that's like the information we're getting for those yeah. again listening i apologize it was just a video of of uh the you know rocket Bless being the scientist him. and then group being boris johnson and oh Bless we should all stay him. home and we should do this and then go back to work no do not do that that's the button that kills us and i, I don't know i mean really scientists have no idea I mean, they have some idea. All the models they were using originally, they're saying are flawed. They don't actually work now. They don't. Nobody really knows. Nope. Nobody really has an idea of, 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 I mean, we have some ideas, but as far as the whole economy and world as a whole, everything they've told us from the beginning is somewhat flawed. 
Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm not saying that staying away from sick people is a bad idea because that's a really good idea. Uh, if somebody is coughing, don't get near them. But also, it's just you don't know that's the problem. But um, I don't know. It, it's just uh, we just hear so much random stuff about this. And, and I just want to have fun and, and not worry about it or help just any way I can. Uh, and that's what I'm trying to do. We're not putting down the seriousness of the situation. No. We're just trying to bring a little levity to the situation. We always try that. We always try that. Um, now, one thing that we did miss, though, I, I forgot because I, th I think everything else has just got us not thinking about it. Mm. But again, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And if you remember last year, we, we had a bunch of clips from Zach Levi and The Rock and Ryan yep. Reynolds and different different uh, stars that are coming out. Because, uh, again, for some reason, mental health has a stigma attached to it when, when you feel like you're mentally unwell with depression, uh, anxiety, things like that. They, they tend to have this stigma and you bring it up to somebody and you can get laughed at, which happens. And so mm -hmm. so just this idea of, of last year, the slogan was break the stigma. Uh, and, and this year, though, it, it's just surviving or thriving. And a lot of times, especially right now, I don't think this is helping anybody's mental health being stuck inside no. um but are you surviving or are you thriving and, and that's a that's a really big question because many times when you're struggling with mental health it is just surviving you're just trying to get through the day and this is how i've felt a lot with with my struggles with anxiety and depression is you're, you're just trying to make it there's a apple tv plus i've got to say the only show that i've actually enjoyed on apple tv plus in in seriousness oh it's so good been, um, so good Mythic Quest Raven's Banquet and it's been just hilarious um, and they did a quarantine episode that literally just came out the other day um, and one of the great characters is Poppy and she's the head engineer for this game which is kind of loosely based on World of Warcraft um, or just any big MMO yeah, type yeah, game yeah exactly it's kind of fantasy thing and to begin with she's like oh I'm doing so great I'm so, everything's wonderful I'm at home and I've done this massive sprint and I only stopped to sleep or eat and and I'm just you know programming 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 and um, are you giving spoilers away yeah <laughs> it's pertinent no, I to know the I know go ahead anyway and once she's done like all the work she can possibly do, she's done this, this and this, she's she's finished this extra little thing she's done. Then when she's got nothing else to do, she completely falls apart and it's really difficult for her. And actually, Ian, who is like the owner and creator of the game, who's a bit of a piece of work, really, isn't he? Um, one way to put it. He's, That's he's definitely a, one way he's, to put uh, it. He actually shows his loving side at this point, and it's really cool the way he kind of uh, interacts with her and actually picks her back up because she was finding it really difficult and I think that's the way for all of us. I can't stand not doing something. If I'm sitting doing nothing, I that's when I'm just like, go, no, I'm not handling this. I can't do this. I have to be doing something. And usually two or three things, two or three things at a time as well. Like I will be sewing and watching a show and talking to my child at the same time. I mean, you're just doing multiple things. Um, if I stop, that's where it's like, oh no, I don't yeah, like I know. this. <laughs> and like, if I get, well, if I'm like, what should I do now? I should either clean something or bake something. I'm going to go bake something. <laughs> so we've got a constant supply of cinnamon rolls and gingerbread men at the moment and baked goods yeah, yeah i was listening to some of the the producers of that show again it's a fantastic show if you don't have apple plus i mean it might not be worth the 4.99 a month to get it but they are they are buying a whole bunch of back catalogs of stuff and they're bringing out a new tom hanks movie yeah. which will be the first to to vod that's a feature length non-animated movie yeah they've brought others out that are animated push those forward we've seen uh onward and onward you had to pay for uh, sort of trolls. It, what, so, no, they Trolls pushed... World Tour was the first, which was supposed to just be in the cinema. Okay. Um, um, 
Onward was already in the cinema and then they released it. Okay. They released it in the States for free. We had to purchase it over here. Um, and then the two that are waiting on at the moment, they're, it looks like they're going to be releasing um, Bill and Ted Face the Music. That'll be fun. In the same way so that it will be done on um, video on demand and you'll rent the movie rather than buying it. Which I've got to say, the rental price is ridiculously high. I mean, that was 15 quid for Trolls. and Just to rent it. But again, you'll pay, I mean, I you'll, you'll pay cinema, more than that going to the movie. Yeah, you'll pay I a know, lot more. But it just feels more expensive. Does that make sense? It's weird, yeah, yeah. isn't it? it because does you make go it... for the experience, but that kind of feels more expensive to me in a way. But uh, there was one more that they were... I can't remember what the other one is. But regardless, um, that Tom Hanks one's going straight to Apple Plus. The App- Apple's trying to up their offerings. They still yeah. are the cheapest one out there. Um, but yeah, Mythic Quest, if you haven't seen it, it's a whole lot of fun. Uh, it, it kind of and it has our bed it, in it. It feels along the veins almost of uh, the Guild a bit, which was at a Felicia Day show. Yeah, it kind yeah, of yeah. sort of feels like that, but even a, a little little step up. Uh, and they had these quarantine shows, and the producers were saying that you know they, they thought they were going to struggle with the one, but now they want to do three more. So there's, there's possible that we might get more than just the one. Because they called up apple um and like i said um we want to do this but you need to send us 40 new iphones and uh 40 pairs of earbuds because it was all filmed them. on this earbuds on and Monday. phones right i need it by friday and the woman's like no that sounds great i'll get them to you today yeah must be fun working for Apple. Hey, I need what? 20 laptops and a iMac with like all the specs like completely blown out. And yeah, a load of your phones, a couple of iPads, some Apple pencils, you know, just, just trick me out. Watches, you know, I'll have them all up my arm. All that fun stuff. I need these things. Yeah. So so it's kind of cool to see people doing stuff on the mental health yeah. front. Uh, Zach, Zach Levi, I was just following. He had a live stream on Instagram and I recorded some of it just because at the end, uh, he just said some really fun stuff about you. So just listen really quick. Ruby, love you guys. Love yourselves. Love yourself. Love yourself. Love yourself. You are loved. You are worthy of that love. You are exactly where you are meant to be. I'll check in with you uh, soon enough again. I promise. You will. That's Levi driving his Polaris around yeah. his acreage of vast estates he has out in Texas, which he has an amazing compound out there. But regardless, um, I just love yourself, love yourself, love yourself. Mm-hmm. He, he, he just gets on people about that whole idea of where your mental health starts. And it starts with with the self-love and understanding there is a God that made you love what that God made and understand that. So, um, yeah, again, I, I'm a, I'm a Zach Levi stalker. I think I, 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 I think you, I, yeah. I, I do. I watch all of his now. stuff and record all of his stuff, but what are you geeking out about? Um, so massive geeking this week, um, has been star Wars. Um, just lots and lots and lots of star Wars stuff. Um, one of the things is it's been the 40th anniversary of the empire strikes back, which some people say, years. I know that just scares me completely. Um, because it came out a year before I was born. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, Empire Strikes Back, which um, <laughs> most people will say Empire is there is the best one of all of the movies. Um, personally, I'm Return of the Jedi girl. I absolutely adored Return of the Jedi. Um, but uh, something that uh, Mark Hamill and Lucasfilm did this week, or I think it was last week, um, they sent a thank you out, which was so cool because um, it highlighted a lot of the... Um, NHS and uh, medical workers and these well, around are, the world even yeah, in China the world. In all, all countries um, but 
they were all kind of cosplayers, which was super cool. So um, I want you to show this because I, I this just blew my mind. It was so cool. And for those listening, it's Mark Hamill dubbing. So, yeah. so you can just hear it as well. It sounds just fine. So here's Mark Hamill and Lucasfilm giving a thank you to all the frontline workers. Hello, everyone. Mark Hamill here. And we find ourselves facing challenges like we've never seen before. But I have to tell you, I'm finding so much inspiration in the compassionate, courageous, and selfless fans in our Star Wars family. So many of you have stepped up to help, especially those on the front lines who face new and dangerous risks every day. Fans such as Huang Bin, a 501st member and respiratory doctor in Hangzhou, China, who often limits himself to just a few hours of rest every 36 hours, voluntarily staying at the hospital for over two months without ever seeing his family. Wow. And Tegan Janet Walmsley, the youngest member of the Isle of Wight 501st garrison, who works as a nurse on the front lines for 15 hours at a time. And Sarah Cosman of the Mandalorian Mercs in Belgium, who works as a geriatric nurse in her hospital's COVID unit. Or the Rebel Legion members of Indiana, who have partnered with a local hospital to upcycle surgical fabric into medically effective masks for first responders. So many of you have answered the call of your countries and communities to lead this fight and to offer the one thing that Star Wars fans seem to inspire better than anyone else, hope. It's what binds our galaxy together today and every day as we each search for our own personal path through this challenging, unifying moment. So a heartfelt thanks to our heroes on the front lines, the doctors, nurses, scientists, and volunteers you're not only our protectors, but also an inspiration for each of us to discover the hero within ourselves. May the force be with you. Yeah, just um, really, a, yeah, a cool a thing. Just a cool thing. And Mark Hamill, you can't not no. like Mark Hamill, which is, um, he's a fun guy. And he takes his dog with him everywhere. Yes, he does. Everywhere, every convention. <laughs> we were at the Star Wars convention out here in London. And from America, he brought his little, was it, no, it's not a chihuahua, but it's a little small type, almost like a Pomeranian chihuahua yeah. mix, kind of. It's just a weird looking dog. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was interesting. Uh, I, I'm not a big small dog fan, I'll be honest, because I'm tall and they don't like me. They just yip at me the entire time. But Didn't that yeah. dog appear on the Big Bang Theory? I think it did. And then Howard took it to the house of, yeah. And yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was about right. That, that was the dog, that little thing that just yips. Yep, yep, yep. What's your thing if it's smaller than a cat, it's a rat? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you have a small dog, if you have a small dog, we apologize. When I used to deliver papers, like the big Alsatians, the geese didn't bother me, even though they used to chase me. But there was this one little dog. Oh my goodness. And he sunk his teeth into me because he did not like me. And I've been nice to dogs. We I had dogs and well, we had big dogs. Mean, we had mean big dogs, little things. Though. Um, mean yeah. little things. Anything more from the Star Wars world though? Like what are you what are you looking oh, at? Oh, there's so much Star Wars news. Um something I just want to highlight really quickly because talking about cosplay. Hey, ten is seconds go. This weekend was supposed to be MCM Comic Con and of yes. course it's been pushed back. Um and who knows if it's actually going to happen because right now, uh, London Film and Comic Con and um, MCM are saying they're going to be happening in July. We don't know if that's going to happen or not. I can't. I can't see it as happening. I I don't know how they're going to do it, and I don't know how they're going to get anybody, like any of the like sign the the celebrities stars there or anything to actually agree to coming. Honestly, um, so I think we're cooking something up in the books. Um, and doing a little cosplay kind of theme show. So, we are. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, the only way I can see it is you're going to lose photo ops. Photo ops won't happen. You, no. you have to take those away. All of the signings, there'll be like an extra table between you and the celebrity where it gets like slid way forward. A handler takes it, slides it over to the celebrity. And they're going to have to limit those tickets down and to like next to nothing because you can't pack 20,000 people in a building well, like they, that. They put 100,000 in the XL Center over the weekend. And so, yeah. so it's something where I, I don't I don't see, even in the 2021, I don't see how large gatherings are going to take place. Yeah, I, I mean, I think MCM is has got more luck than LFCC just because of the building LFCC uses. That building is so much more difficult to navigate. It's a small building. It's a very um, tight building. Whereas XL is a lot easier. But the problem is, is XL right now is being used as um, hospital overflow. Yeah, so it's... So it's, who knows if that's actually... Sorry, my headphones are about to fall off. Um, it's going to happen. Well, so, the way forward, sadness. Yeah, from what I've seen, though, the way forward is uh, Zach Levi is actually hosting... I can't think of the, the kid's name that was in Shazam. Um, not, not, not the one that uh, was Billy Batson, but the other kid, the stepbrother. I liked him better than Billy. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I think I did Sorry. as well. Uh, no, no. So they're actually then it's going to be an online Q and A. You actually so buy tickets to that to get in on that one. And if you pay a little bit more, I think it's forty forty dollars. You get a, a signed photo of that actor. Again, I can't think of his name right now. Not Zach Levi, but the other one. Zach Levi yeah. is just kind of hosting it. Uh, and you're going to see things like this for a lot of these comic cons where if you wanted the autograph, you're just going to have to pay. You can join in on like the live stream and watch, and then you get mailed. Uh, which is kind of I like having we, we, we like doing pieces uh, like we did a Star Wars piece where we eventually collected all six of the original cast members missed out on Alec Guinness. He, had, of course, passed away a while ago, um, but but all six of, of uh, Harrison Ford, Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, Peter Mayhew, uh, Anthony Daniels and I missed somebody. Anyways, Kenny um, Baker. Did I not say Kenny Baker? No. Okay, that's R two D two and C three PO. If you a couple names you might not have recognized. Again, we slowly built that up, and so doing it this way, you're not going to be able to take in your own piece and have it signed. You've just got to have like a random eight by ten sent to you in the mail. So it, it'll be interesting to see if they can do some kind uh, of Jack Dylan Grazer. That's the kid. Yes. Um, yeah, and so that one's actually coming up here really soon. So if you just look up Zach Levi online, I think it's at Eventbrite, which hosts a lot of events yeah. anyways. Uh, you can find it if you want to take part in that one. Um, but but that, that's how things are going to have to be. For, to me, the way I'm looking at it, at least for the next year. Yeah. It, it'll be a year before we can have those mass gatherings because that's about the time where they're saying maybe December, January, they could have a vaccine. That's kind of the time frame people are still saying can happen. They haven't got a vaccine for the common cold yet, so... I don't think this is going to be something they're going to figure a vaccine out. Well, they have a vaccine for the flu, and every year. Well, yeah, but it doesn't really cover everything. That's the problem, and that's the problem with with viruses is they just they change change so much. I know. Let's. Um. Yeah. So we're talking Star Wars. There's so much Star Wars news at the moment. Mandalorian. Um, Yeah, the Mandalorian Mandalorian. too. Um, First of all, if you saw it on the Facebook page, I put it on there. It is confirmed. It is finished and they are releasing season two in, uh, they said the fall, we're assuming October, um, which is really, really cool. I'm super excited about that. Um, And they've been talking about some new characters that are going to be coming in. Um, It has been confirmed now that Boba Fett will make a, um, yeah, appearance. And uh, that's uh, Timothy Oliphant. Yes. Interestingly, uh, the guy who plays um, Boba Fett in episode two, uh, well, no, Django Fett. I can't remember the guy's name. Yeah, I can't either. Go ahead, go on. The guy who plays Django Fett, he he is actually um, been confirmed for the Mandalorian season two. 
as Boba as Fett. As Boba Fett. However, Timothy Oliphant's character. <laughs> Oliphant has got the armor, which has also been confirmed. So that's really interesting to see how that's going to happen. Hopefully, on my point of view, they're going to say, you are not a real Mandalorian. Uh, Mando's going to kill Boba Fett because, you know, we just need to get rid of that dude right now. Just get rid of him and melt down his armor and add it to his own. That could work. That's uh, what I want to happen. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, um, more excitingly for me, though. Is Katie Sackhoff. Katie, yes, we know. I love you, Katie. You're amazing. Absolutely amazing. If you don't know who Katie Sackhoff is, Katie Sackhoff uh, was made reasonably famous by um the new battlestar galactica and longmire she, she had a long yeah. running role in longmire um, as well. she she's been in a lot of other things you've probably seen her in smaller parts but katie um i've met her a couple of times just this sweetest lady i think i've ever met in my entire life and such a girly girl which is hilarious because she plays very butch characters all the time all the time like all the time so it's it's really strange to see her kind of come out and and be very kind of like feminine <laughs> When she plays quite butch characters, which is great. Um, but in Star Wars Rebels, she played the leader of the Mandalorians, a character called Bo-Katan Kryze. I hopefully pronounced that right. Um, and she is now going to be coming and she is um, reprising her role in The Mandalorian Season 2. So, Katie is in Star Wars! Yeah, it's really cool to see oh, these so characters, excited. these characters from the animated series, from Star Wars Rebels, from Star Wars Clone Wars, being brought to life in actual Star Wars mm -hmm. canon now, that it's it, it's legit and that's what's happening. So, um, yeah, it, it's neat to see that now. A Star Wars exec, though, came out and they said something pretty blasphemous. Oh, my gosh. This this really hacked me off. Um, I think I told you about this because I we, we had this massive, if you remember, we had a massive, massive, massive argument about the fact of um, some of the timelines. I was looking at doing like all of the Star Wars movies and TV shows in chronological order. You know, that argument wasn't on the show. That argument was just us sitting here oh, arguing yeah, about it. But they don't know about that. No. So, so we no, don't, I thought we, we, told we don't, them maybe, the maybe they show. did. We don't get in arguments though, no. really much at all. No. But we got into a row over over Star Wars timeline to stuff. To the point where we had I had to go to the bottom <laughs> of the stage, the bottom of the stairs, and shout up to my children, it's okay, we were arguing about Star Wars. <laughs> and Claire's like, really? We're not getting divorced. This is not. We're just we're just shouting we're because about we're, Star both, Wars. we're both right. Um, so we were talking right. about the um, the chronological order, literally, not like <laughs> four, five, six, and then one, two, three, and then all these other TV shows actually going from episode one all the way through to episode nine with the TV shows inserted in the right order. Um, and we were talking about canon and how the canon's changed since Disney bought it because there's now legends and there's canon. So they're completely different things. So a lot of the books um, that I grew up reading... That used to be um, a part of the yeah, canon. like Tales of Jabba the Hutt's Palace and the Bounty Hunters and stuff like that. That's all now classed as legends and doesn't come a part of official canon. Um, some of it may still be used, but it is not official canon. So when this... And I can only say stupid Star Wars executive um, went and officially reminded fans that uh, canon is all fake. Oh, I could have smacked him. Yeah, canon's all fake anyways. Why does he? You, you're a Star Wars executive. How out of touch with your fan base do you have to be to come out and say, oh, yeah, it's all just fake anyways. Like, who cares? No. 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 
I mean, seriously. I mean, come on. I know we all know that there is not a galaxy far, far away a long, long time ago. And there isn't planets like Coruscant. And, well, we assume there's not. But literally, Star Wars is not real. We get that. We We know it's not real. But the thing is, is that the canon is important to a lot of people. And we actually like to know, like, what is being said and why and how and you know how all these characters pull together and how they work together and the chronological order of things and then they turn around and say well you know what it's all fake anyway so why are you bothered about it seriously dude yeah seriously out of touch with fans on that you, you don't no. come out and say that of a franchise like star like, if wars he walks or onto the avengers star wars celebration Marvel. that dude is going to get pummeled with like rotten fruit i mean it is gonna happen because i can't even remember the guy's name but Man, oh man, oh man. Oh, that just hacked yeah, he, he doesn't worth us even saying his name. He who must not be named is, is what we'll just say about that guy. Um, now, one of the ones staying in, in the Star universe, uh, Star Trek, though, this one has you excited. Uh, for those that are fans of Star Trek Discovery, and even those that aren't, though, Star Trek, the Discovery line, uh, and what they're doing with that world, even if you were never a Star Trek fan, it's a fantastic world they've built now. Two seasons of Discovery. The first season was amazing. Second season just blew me away. Uh, and the, some of the cast they brought into play, Pike and Spock, uh, and the number one, which was uh, Anson Mount, um, Ethan, Ethan Peck? Right. Yeah. And Rebecca Romagen. Um, they're doing a spinoff series now, a Star Trek spinoff series on the Enterprise. They might just call it Enterprise, which they already had one of those, though. Regardless, super, super well done. If, if you saw any of Discovery Season 2, you should be super excited about this because they, they were amazing. Uh, the acting role of Anson Mount as, as Pike brought that character to life. Uh, for those that don't know much about Pike, they kind of introduced him a little bit in the first Star Trek movie with uh, Chris Pine. Yeah. Um, and you got to learn a little bit about who Pike was uh, through that. But this looks like, I mean, to me, this is a must watch. It's one of the ones where when it comes on, we'll be sitting, we'll be binging it. I guess you can't binge Ooh, it. It'll be yeah. weekly, but it'll be one that we, we'll be watching as soon as they drop. Anything to do with Discovery is is just amazing. I mean, uh, I cannot, and I love The Mandalorian as well, and um, I'm excited about The Mandalorian Season 2. And I've always been a Star Wars girl. I mean, I like Star Trek. Um, I watched the original series growing up. I didn't watch so much of um, uh, gen- yeah. Next Generation. I know uh, Dad Paul did. Um, I loved Voyager. I liked watching Deep Space Nine. I, you know, I enjoyed them. I liked a lot of the movies. But it wasn't until the new Star Wars, uh, Trek movies that, that um, Abrams did, and then they came out with Discovery. Discovery just blew my mind. Just how good it was and i've got to say a little part of me is almost more excited to see discovery season three than i am to see the mandalorian season two which is just heresy well it's just the the writing in the world building they did i mean you already have the star trek world but they've they've revamped it and done a really good job with with bringing that to life and then just the filming the cinematography the way the way they're presenting it it's star trek but not star trek and Uh, the the screenwriter whoever that screenwriter is and i can't I can't praise you enough, man, because you changed, you flipped so much around and we we thought everything's going this way. And then it was like, wait a minute, when did that happen? How did that happen? But it was so seamlessly and so well done. And it had the right amounts of humor, the right amounts of seriousness. 
it just worked on every level. There wasn't like a part of it that I was like, oh, I could just give up. And that. I was really worried about losing Jason Isaacs after yeah. season one and what they were going to do. But Anson Mount just came right in and filled this oh massive gosh. void because Isaacs, Isaacs, Isaacs has a presence. I mean, he, he's a character yeah. that comes in there and fills the screen. What are you going to do about that? And Anson Mount came in and, and just picked it up right where he left off. And it, it was really, yeah. really well done. So anything these guys are doing, absolutely on board with it. Um, if you haven't seen Discovery season one and two, um, I still believe in the UK on, they're on Netflix. Yeah, they're on Netflix. They're on Peacock um, in America. They are so good. Uh, it's, I mean, you'll be binge watching it. There's no two ways about it. It's just so, so good. Um, and I'm pleased to say that uh, the guy who plays Michael Burnham, the girl who plays Michael Burnham, um, she's finally gotten rid of that haircut. Yeah, you weren't a big fan of that, were you? No, it looked just strange. It reminded me of Ruby Rod from um, The Fifth Element. Ruby Rod. <laughs> that massive like cone thing coming off the end. I ju it just didn't suit her. And now yeah. she's got the longer hair. And it's my... At the very beginning, she looked really good. And then after she went to prison, it was like, oh, what did you do? Is it because you couldn't do anything? Is that reason why it's like this? Uh, maybe. And now, yeah, it's gone back to better hair. But apart from the hair, that's, that's my only... And they fixed it. So I'm happy. I'm a happy it. chick. Oh, do you want me to go? Do you have something you want to talk about? Um, I've got a couple here. Yeah, you go. Up in my chamber. Gonna, oh, I've gone to the wrong. Fans have been clamoring for this for literally years now. Years and years and years. Oh, and no. in 2021, this is finally coming. That's right. The Justice League Snyder Cut yeah. will be released only on HBO Max. This, you know what? When that comes out that month, I will subscribe to HBO Max. Now, I'm not sure. They, they, they better not be sneaky and say, you must sign up for a year at a time. I'll be really peeved. I'll, I'll pirate it. And I wouldn't do that. But I'll find a way to watch it without that. We'll all go together, 10 of my friends, and we'll get it. Whatever. But the Zack Snyder uh, Justice League cut is coming. Um, for those that don't know what happened, he had to leave the original Justice League after most of or half the filming was done. His daughter had passed away, so it was definitely uh, a good reason to step away. Joss Whedon came and took over, kind of changed up the whole feel and reshot a bunch and kind of put it together. Um, and Zack Snyder, though, he had his own cut. He had all the film still, and he put together the cut that he wanted, and yeah. that's coming. Now, I know we've been clamoring for this. Now, I do have one thing where I'm a little worried. Zack Snyder, he saw his vision through with Man of Steel, Man of Steel wasn't exactly, uh, to me, like a massive must-see blockbuster either. I watched it. I was all right. It didn't blow me away. I, I, I think Snyder's got a very specific point of view. And I've got to say, there's a few of his films I haven't watched um, because of the content of them. Okay. And uh, for me, the first movie I've got to see of his um, was... Um, Oh, I can't remember the name of it. The one with Baby Doll and the girls and they're all in the Lunatics Asylum, which is, but they they keep going back in time. Oh, Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch. Oh my gosh. I mean, that movie was so clever and it's, it's very distinctive. He's almost like a Tim Burton, that kind of distinctiveness where it's, it's a specific point of view and he does things of a very, very different way. And it, it's a beautiful way of film telling. Um, whether this is going to work or not, I don't know. Um, I think that the the Justice League as it is is quite entertaining, but it's almost just trying to parody almost the Avengers, which was unfortunate. Well, I know if, if it just, could have come out at a different time. With, but it without... wasn't even that. It was the fact that you've got the, the one bad guy, uh, Wolfenstein or whatever his name is, who's Thanos, and the magic box, 
which is basically the Tesseract and yada, 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 yada. And it was kind of like, really? Because I'm just watching the same movie over again, but it's not as good. And I mean, I've still watched it quite a few times because it's entertaining. You know, I like the Flash Kids. You know, I that, like that was the best scene in the movie is yeah. when the Flash is zipping around Superman after they resurrect Superman, and Superman just kind of glances over in Flash speed, and it freaks him out. And he just wipes out, which is really yeah funny. Um, but that was it. That, that, that was to me the, the highlight of the movie. But the thing was, is also one of the things that they mainly did, which has just been like, uh, thank you for actually finally doing that. When the Flash kid tells, he says to Bruce Wayne, "Watch your superpower. I'm rich." I'm like, thank you. <laughs> That's Batman. Batman could not ever beat Superman ever. on any sort of plane ever, ever. There, no, 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 no. I mean, if there was actually just, a Batman versus Superman fight, yeah. Superman would just stay up in orbit Loose. and just like laser beam the earth exactly. and blow it up or just like spin oh, it backwards, got, reverse time. Bye. I'm just going to destroy it. Bye bye. I don't know. Silly little man. People that talk up Bruce Wayne as beating Superman in any kind of fight are just ridiculous. I'm sorry. No. Bruce Wayne, no, no. Batman, and um, Boba Fett. Way too much done over those guys. Oh, did you? I think I showed you that one. Remember that fan made Darth Vader, Batman, Superman mashup video? Um. Yeah. The, oh, I was so. amazing. Okay, uh, I will show that next. No, I'll put it. I'll put it on the Facebook webpage. Okay. I found it. I don't know. I got to find it again because it, it was amazingly well done. Um, and if you like Batman, because Batman is the ultimate Boy Scout, right? He always comes in prepared. That's how he wins. He's, I'm he's, Batman. He's not better than anybody for the most part, as far as these big bad because guys. I'm Batman. He can just out strategize them. Because I I'm still Batman. don't. Yes, because I'm Batman. I still don't ever, <laughs> ever. Yes, how it I should love have ended. Okay. The, the Batman Superman <laughs> arguments. Batman. <laughs> that's about the. That's the funniest thing with Batman. And I'm sorry, Michael Keaton is still the Batman for me. No other person made it. Yeah, Christian yep. Bale, Adam West. No, he was the Dark Knight. Different. Still Batman. Um, no. So that's what I'm excited about. No. The second thing I'm well, I'll save, I'll save that one for the end. Um, to me, like when I when I see and uh, well. Ready Player One, it's more of the VR. I've never thought we're really going in a straight VR way. I've always thought augmented reality was the way we were going to go that was going to revolutionize things. Yeah. Where you have a pair of glasses on and you get in your car and all of a sudden it shows you like on the road, it just superimposes what direction Google, Google Maps is telling you to go. Right. You're walking past stores, they've got like these digital billboards that aren't really there, but they look like they're attached to the building because the glasses are showing you that. So this mm -hmm. world that is built with an augmented reality. I didn't realize that Apple was so close <gasps> to a 2021 like release. What? Like um, Free Guy. You remember he puts on the glasses and yes, everything changes? Just, just like yes. Free Guy. If you watch the stuff. But that Apple glasses, they're going to be possibly announced here in quarter four of 2020. They're calling them Apple Glass is what these are. Now, this is the, the, the picture that I'm showing. It's just a possible prototype mock-up. Um, we're not sure how they're going to look. Where both glasses will display information. Now, all the processing will be done in the iPhone, which is going to make the glasses slimmer, so you don't have to have this big bulky bulky box. If you look at uh, that's insane. What what is Microsoft? Microsoft uh, Hololens, I think, is theirs, and it's this big headset you have to put on. So I, I just I could never see that. But to actually have a pair of glasses and the price oh, point, you know, four ninety nine, four hundred ninety nine, which, yeah, which is a lot cheaper. Yeah, but that's going to be ridiculously expensive when you put in like my prescription into it as well. <laughs> yeah, it's four ninety nine plus the cost of prescription. Yeah. 
But still, when you look at the Google Glass, I think they're still selling for eighteen hundred dollars. Uh, the Microsoft HoloLens is thirty five hundred, and, and then you come in at four ninety nine. Most expensive thing. You I always don't do. Buy a Mac because it's more expensive. Oh no, it won't last. Now, now again, this is going to be a first-generation device. There's going to be limitations. There's going to be some flaws with it. But still, like th th this is what excites me about the future of where augmented reality is going. The fact you can put these on, have a heads-up display to the world, and, and that just sounds so cool. I mean, that, that that's like See, all the movies and books I've read that I want the, to happen. Back in the day... Um when we were first married, when the iPod touches just came out, I actually bought one for him for like Christmas. And I just put a, uh, I gave him a box with an apple in it that said, touch me. And he just kept looking at it for a little while. And then he's like, oh, no, yes, yes, I got you an apple touch. <laughs> so this time, I think I'm going to have to get like a glass. I'm going to have to go and buy like a crystal glass apple and put it in a box for you and then be like, look, I got you glasses. Yeah, because I'm going to have to have those. Yeah, I know you know that, gonna right? Have I'm going to have, have to have those. Uh, but, but just the, th just think of the world you can make with augmented reality if, if the world was on board. Um, I mean, everywhere you go, everything is just digital and lights up and it doesn't have to be that way. I mean, I guess it would be with the glasses off and on. You know how Las Vegas looks at night? Bright and mm -hmm. shining, amazing. And how does Las Vegas look during the day? Oh, it's just, it's a completely different planet. Totally different place. I mean, it looks like this is not, and that's how it's going to be with your, your augmented reality glasses off and on. Like with them on, everything looks bright and colorful and sparkly and things are happening. You take them off, oh, the world's kind of drab and gray. Um, and, and, and I don't know. I mean, that, that's just what you could do with it. You could just make <gasps> you everything digital. You might actually digital. finally be able to see the color blurple. You can see the color blurple and smell the Ooh. color nine. Yes. Ooh. All of those things will happen with the Blurple. Apple glass. Where <laughs> is that? All That's right. Fun. You go. Uh, so if we're going on like new technology and everything else, okay. uh, a story's just come out about the new PlayStation 5, which is due to release this Christmas. Yes. I believe. Well, um, maybe. We'll see. Well, yeah, maybe. Uh, but this got me really excited because we play Destiny 2 quite a lot. We Hold play on. with friends. Yes, this gets you excited. It doesn't get my pocketbook excited. No, it doesn't get your pocketbook because, excited. Because we play Destiny 2 together, it means we, we have, have to have two, two PlayStations <laughs> in the same room with two, two separate TVs and, and extra controllers and all the stuff that goes along with and, and then two versions we, of the game. We will take a video and <sighs> uh, insert it in later showing you literally how our setup is because this is how we play. They don't night. make it cheap for no. couples to play so, Destiny together. We play Destiny 2 with some other friends, and I'll just point you in right now. Hey, Waylon. Hi, Waylon. He's our new friend. We like Waylon. Hi, Waylon. Um, and I'm not being toxic here, Waylon, I promise. Um, so no, she's secretly teabagging you. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, so anyway, uh, one thing that gets us really, really, really frustrated in Destiny 2 is um, when you're in a... Um, in a fight or anything else, uh, when you want to bring up your menu to change out your guns, on the PC, it's just like, boom, done. You, you can switch it out so quickly. On the PlayStation, it takes, it feels like forever. It's seconds, really, but it feels like forever, especially when you're in combat. It's not fun at all. Um, but supposedly the PlayStation 5 is now being said it's going to be 100 times faster than the PlayStation 4. That's and fast. I'm like, finally, I can get into my menu and change my stuff out really quickly and then not be kind of sitting there going, I'm getting shot at and I need to get my other gun out. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, so I'm excited about that. And the haptic stuff on the, oh. Haptic stuff sounds cool. But just again, I, I think that price point, isn't it $4.99 as well? 
on that price point. $499 or £399 is what has sort of kind of come through the grapevine. Although, again, by by launch, that could definitely change depending on prices of uh, of all your parts that you're putting into those as those go up and down. Um, Exactly. It'll be interesting to see what that comes up. But yeah, so if we want to play the next generation of consoling together, we need to get two of them. Yeah. And we're not loaded. No. No. So if you want to buy us a presents, I mean, really, you know, hey, you, you can send us to the Geek Underground. Sponsor us. Sponsor us. PlayStation, Sony, you know, sponsor us. We'll send you fun stuff. <laughs> well, we'll give you a high five, a virtual high five. I'll, ma- I'll make them a little vinyl thing. And we'll make you vinyl decals because we can and do I'll that. I'll make you a T-Rex. I'm making T-Rexes right now because You'll I get can. a thank you letter from the Geek Underground is what you will get. Yay. So Sign yay. both of us both. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Yeah, no. Um, something else that I've been waiting longingly for uh, since the first one came out, Avatar 2, which had started filming, which is super exciting. And it was supposed to come out in 2016. Oh, no. 2016. And I'm super excited about this because knowing full well how immensely and amazingly set uh the planet was and everything else and just seeing you know the hallelujah mountains and everything else it was a beautiful movie really stunningly was um now interesting there is a set photo from avatar 2 that has just been released why didn't you give? i can't put it up you didn't give it to me i'm sorry okay i did send you all my prep you could have done it i probably Um, anyway so there are four actors in motion capture suits uh jack worthington's one of them and um he's going to be um coming back as jake Sam. My Jake! Sam. Oh, Sam Worthington. Yes. Sorry. Uh, but he's coming back as Jake. Um, and then there's Zoe Zaldana, and she's coming back as Natiri. Um, but the exciting thing is, is that actually Kate Winslet is now in the cast. Oh, I didn't hear that. Now, this is 2021, right? It is. Um, interestingly enough, she's in a motion capture suit because I figured she would be playing just a regular human going into the, you know, going into the world of the Navi. But uh, she's actually in a full motion capture suit as well. And they're all in the water. Now, we already knew that this was taking place uh, partly or mostly underwater. However, that works because who knows? Um, but yeah, Zoe Saldana is now um, is being joined by Kate Winslet. And obviously, Kate Winslet um, has worked on uh, at least one of James Cameron and other matter movies, Titanic. Yep. So she's used to working with water and James Cameron and knows how difficult it can be. So I'm sure she's having fun, but that, yeah, we'll put it up on the Facebook page, but it's, uh, it's interesting to see that they are actually working on the movie. So we've got movement. We're seeing it work. We're seeing it work. Now, again, as much as I love what Disney has done with Marvel and allowed that world to explode and with star Wars right now and really blowing that mm-hmm. stuff up, Avatar, the next four were supposed to come out in successive years. Yeah. So originally it was going to be 16, 17, 18, 19 kind of thing. And then we heard, okay, well, every other year, which that's understandable every other year for a movie. Now Disney is saying it's going to be every other other year. So every three years to get the next movie out. One movie, three years later, the next movie, three years. No, I mean, yes, Disney has it. They're in the business of making money, right? So they're going to release every single toy possible, milk it for all it's worth for three years and build up on the next one and then release pre-toys for the next movie and toys when it's out. And Well, they've already put Pandora in the parks. So, um, yeah, interesting. Yeah, they're going to milk that for all it's worth. So you got to wait 12 years for the next four movies. Now, Disney Plus seems to be doing a lot of things. And I will say, Bob Iger, thank you. For coming back, yes. For putting on... 
not only um, the Disney sing-along one and two. Well, you know, Bob Iger just came back. He had actually stepped down as CEO for the company, and he's now come back through 2021 to help guide the company through this coronavirus thing, Um, which is a good thing. He's done well. But um, and I've I've got to say I'm really enjoying the Disney Gallery on there. If you haven't watched it, it's focusing on the Mandalorian at the moment. It's been brilliant. Uh, another one that I've just started watching is Prop Culture, and it's this uh, guy. I can't remember what his name is right now, but he is a avid um, collector of props, and each episode is based on one of the movies, and they go and find the actual props from the movie, and sometimes the actors and actresses. Um, designers and everything else uh the first one was uh mary poppins then it was tron we've done pirates of the caribbean and they're all fantastic just really interesting like to know that the in the pirates of the caribbean the uh the black pearl the chest with the aztec gold that was cursed on it has actually been put in the pirates of the caribbean um ride in disneyland in anaheim so when you go past that chest, it's the actual one from the movie where um, they, you know, slice their hands up and they're touching it and playing with the gold and everything else. So that's the actual one from the movie. So it's kind of interesting. Uh, well, I, um, I love the prop stuff, though. But interestingly enough, me complaining to uh, Mr. Bob Iger and saying, shame on you for stopping us Brits from having everything as, you know, as soon as the Americans. I just found out that the Americans, Apple Plus, does not have Avengers Infinity War on there. Really? And won't until next month, which is really strange because we had it from the start. And it's not like that's a newer movie. So it makes me wonder why has that happened? It all comes down to the rights of if they'd sold the rights to Netflix for a while and Netflix could run it through this date. There's so many contracts. I mean, now worldwide, you've got regional contracts with different countries, different regions where it can play for so long. That's why we don't have any of the Netflix Marvel shows, the Daredevil Punisher, uh, the Defenders, uh, Luke Cage. They they haven't been brought over to Disney Plus yet because, well, Netflix has those rights. And, And unfortunately, in this world now of streaming, these rights get sold off to the highest bidder and then eventually uh, Disney will have all their stuff in-house. They're they're probably going to get all those contracts back when they expire, not give them out anymore. You've got to come to us to get it. But right now, things are just kind of spread out in a weird way. Yeah. Um, One of the ones that has been interesting to see Disney Plus pick up on recently, though, is National Treasure. Um, Nicolas Cage in actually one of his good roles, not one of his bad (laughs) roles, or one of his what on earth were you doing roles. Uh, So they're actually... Um, in production, pre-production, I should say, on National Treasure 3. And not only that, they are making a TV series uh, which will base uh, on the younger versions of the Gates family actually going and doing some of this stuff. So it won't be Nicolas Cage specifically, but there is going to be a National Treasure 3. It will be only on Disney+. And i got to say, I like both of those movies. Yeah. I thought they were really exciting. They're great ones to watch with kids. Um, Really gets, it's very kind of like, indiana jones sort of like history and stuff brilliant just really good and my daughter was super excited because disney plus has also bought the rights to rick riordan's books so if you like percy jackson and you were like why did you do that with those movies because they were terrible let's face it sorry they were terrible they have bought the rights for rick riordan's books rick riordan himself is super excited because he's been told that he is going to be on set and he's going to be working with them on every aspect Um, So the entirety of the first five Percy Jackson books from The Lightning Thief all the way to The Last Olympian have been bought and now are owned by Disney and they're going to be making a TV show which will go on Disney Plus, which 
oh, I'm so excited because those that's, books that's cool. are so good. And yeah. Ooh, so excited. I want to jump back to your prop stuff because it just reminded me, uh, if, if you're into that prop stuff, actual movie props, I got I got the chance to, to tour a prop studio auction house mm-hmm. in London and walking around, because this guy was wanting to show some of the stuff off because I had a, a big piece I was selling there uh, through the auction house. Uh, and he walks me into this massive warehouse. I mean... Uh, 200 feet long at least like 100 something maybe 100 meters long by like the one in the beginning of um, indiana jones 4 sure something like that and right when you walk in there is the michael keaton bat suit the actual screen worn michael keaton bat suit just sitting there off to the side you've got turnled uh turnled arnold schwarzenegger's terminator 2 leather jacket one of the ones he wore in terminator 2 uh he walks me and shows me james bond like daniel craig james bond guns i see the original gizmo from uh from gremlins and it's all got the animatronics attached to it you can make it move velociraptors from jurassic park uh all this armor sets from that vin diesel movie what was the one uh not pitch black uh it was one of the uh, chronicles of riddick yes that one so they have all the armors from all those guys you got alien stuff you've got prometheus stuff you've got all the tomb raider outfits and guns and uh, i mean just amazing stuff oh it was ridiculous i'm like hey can i take pictures or like no you can't take pictures of anything but he let me hold like some of the james bond guns um so i gotta pick those up and i mean the real guns that are just i mean yeah awesome stuff so that's me geeking out because i'm a guy that loves that kind of stuff and it was just amazing to walk around and see and there was so much more than that so much more than that um yeah i just want to go rob the place now can we do that who wants to get a hike? We gotta, we're going to heist that place, guy. Okay, let's do it. No. Come on. Call the Geek Underground at the Geek Underground. You can reach Bad. us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We, we, we watch those movies all the time about heists, and the heist people are the good guys. They're, they're, they're doing good stuff because they just... No. No? <sighs> Bad, Sean. You guys can really do it. It's okay. Yeah, you guys can... Yeah, just... Yeah. <laughs> okay, Bad we're not going to rob the prop house. But it was... <laughs> Bad, Sean. But it was really fun and cool to, to walk around it and see that stuff. Um, one of my last little bits, though, of, of geek stuff... Now, Trash Panda. Yes. One of our favoritest, most TV shows in America was a show called Community. Correct. Yep. What was their one big slogan tagline that they got for the Six last seasons and a movie. couple seasons? Six seasons and a movie. Well, apparently right now, Dan Harmon is in talks with all the right people. And here's what he says. He says, I can say that there are conversations happening that people would want to be happening and that I am very, very excited about the coming months. I can tell people for sure that the enthusiasm for community, both for all this time and the resurgence of it on Netflix, uh, and he goes on and on and on, that the possibility of a movie happening is becoming very, very real. Now, the more I think about it, though, I'm like, what are you going to do for a community movie? As much as I've loved that show, as much as I will go back and watch that show time and time again, um, that'll be my fall asleep show. I can put it on whenever. Like, what do you do for a movie? Like, how do you make that into a movie? Six seasons in the movie, yes, that, that's been the thing. But how do you make that a movie? That's what you have to ask Dan, Dan Harmon. I mean, the man is a genius that needs a little filtering. Yes. Because unfiltered, we got season six, which was interesting. It wasn't terrible. It's not terrible. There was just some things about it. You're like, huh? Maybe it's a good thing if you're a little bit filtered. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. A tiny bit. But yeah, no, I, you know, I love those characters, Jeff, Britta, you know, Shirley, Annie, Pe- even Pierce, Troy and Arbed, Chang. I mean, you, you, the Dean, Dean Pelton, you can't forget him. I mean, just some of those episodes are so iconic and, and so insane and beyond anything you could ever have thought of. And, you know, just these little things they picked up and changed around. It's, it's 
in it's insanity it really is but it is it's so so good and this and the cast had such chemistry just such amazing chemistry it just it all works very much really works. Good. And for those that might not know the name Dan Harmon, though, uh, you probably know Rick and Morty. He's yeah. he's the producer, executive producer of Rick and Morty as well. So you, you can tell that there's there's a little bit of a twisted genius in there. Uh, just, just the kind of stuff that he puts out there. Because, I mean, that's just such a weird, amazing show as well. But that's I, I'd still love to see it. If they can bring the whole cast back. Although I just saw a meme because if you don't know much about what happened with the whole dynamic of the cast, Chevy Chase was in the show, had a falling out with Dan Harmon and other executives, was subsequently kicked off the show. Um, and there was a, a movie poster for Snowpiercer, that mm-hmm. Chris Evans show, uh, and it said it, it had all in the cast of Community with the train and the snow, and it said Snowpierce um, was, <laughs> was kind of the, the meme that it was uh, on there. But it'd, it'd be really cool to see whether or not it happens and what exactly it would ever even be about. I don't know, but it's it's in the pipeline and yeah. we could potentially see it. And that's really fun to me. That is really fun. All right. So you go geek out about your last couple because we are coming up on the end of our time. Um, so the one thing that I am a little bit like nonplussed about is uh, Netflix at the moment because Netflix have um, they've come out with some brilliant shows. Um, they, you know, it, it, they've been basically the, the one thing that everybody has kind of um, jumped on when as COVID happened because streaming services where you can binge watch shows and, you know, it, it's been a saving grace. But knowing all of the things that Netflix have on there from, you know, the very young kids shows all the way up to the, you know, 18 R rated, whatever you want to call them, uh, things like extraction and things like that. I'm now really concerned because there has been a, um, a report uh, that somebody's noticed this is that uh, recently back to the future trilogy was put on Netflix. And in the second back to the future um, movie, uh, it's all about the almanac. I'm sure you've all seen this. I mean, if you, you really should have seen Back to the Future. Um, and when Biff has the almanac, if you remember, he takes the cover off a girly magazine called Ooh La La and he puts it over the top of the... Um, he puts the... No, he puts the almanac's cover on top of this magazine um, and uh, Michael J. Fox's character steals it and then is like... Ooh la la, ooh la la, because he thinks he's got the almanac and he hasn't. It's this, ba- basically, it's like one of those uh, soft porn magazines, like Playboy. Okay. But it's the fifties version called Ooh la la. So everybody's dressed and covered. Yeah. In the- okay. Yeah. Netflix edited it out to make it more family friendly. Now, of all the stuff that Netflix is putting out there. Yeah. It's interesting that they would edit Back to the Future. <laughs> I mean, Disney Plus has been doing it recently. If you haven't seen, um, if you haven't seen the uh, the news report about um, Splash, uh, at one point Daryl Hannah as her being a mermaid, she walks back in the water. Her hair is quite long, but you see a butt for like two seconds while she walks in the water. And Disney Plus have digitally lengthened the hair so it covers her behind there's nothing wrong with that though you give me a little modesty to a to a family okay. friendly film that's understandable then, in the C- series wizards of waverly place who was created by disney by the way uh somebody noticed the other day is that uh one of the characters has a v-neck top on okay it's not a low v-neck top it's a v-neck top showing about as much cleavage as i am which is pretty much nothing and they put a blur over it now, nobody would have noticed this, and putting the blur on it makes you notice it. You know, hold on, though. I, 
I have no problem if, if Disney is actually trying to clean things up for the families. I have no problem this because the day we live in this day and age and time, it seems like just less and less clothes are covering people on TV. But this is an adult. I understand. But this is not like. Well, here's here's my issue with that. If you go and watch, say, the second High School Musical movie. Okay. Um, they're at a, um, a retreat kind of golf club, spa place, you know, country club. And a load of the actors are walking around in bikinis. And some of the girls are walking around in pretty small bikinis. Yet that's okay. But a tiny little bit of cleavage on a woman has to be blurred out. And it's not even done well. I mean, if it was done well and you didn't notice it, this is badly done. I mean, somebody said, I thought there was a smear on my screen, so I went and cleaned my screen because I thought it was something <laughs> wrong with my screen. Yeah, I mean, again, I'm okay with this just because if they're trying to make things more family-friendly, if they're trying to get things to, to a certain back age... to the future. I mean, yeah, it's a bit sacrilegious. Isn't my, it's a isn't bit my sacrilegious. Thing. It's not my thing at all. But what are we going to see now? Are you going to go and you know, like clean up the Terminator? Are you, you know... Are you, I mean, I know Bob Iger is, there's been a lot of talk about Deadpool and the fact that, you know, now it's owned by um, Disney. Is there going to be a Deadpool 3? And right, there's some interesting theories on that. At the moment, they're saying it's not going to happen. Yeah, Rob Liefeld, the creator of Deadpool, is pretty livid right now but at Disney. But since Bob Iger has come back on Twitter, he's added Deadpool to his um page topper his to-do list no it's gone on the page topper so like all the disney princesses there and the dead deadpool with all the disney princesses well it's other characters <laughs> as well there's like you know han solo know, and stuff know, just... but he's standing there um and rob liefeld is saying something's happening so we're not sure what's going on there but the thing is is that but back to your point about cleavage I personally don't. I think if you if you're going to do it once, do it to everything. And there were things on Disney Plus even now that I would find far more offensive than a woman with a V-neck top on that really didn't show anything, and then badly editing it. I mean, you're Disney. You can't badly edit something if you're going to do it like that. Make it so we don't notice it. Don't just put a blob of you know like George Lucas did in the in A New Hope when he got the speeder and he put Vaseline underneath to cover up. They the wheels. won't notice it. That's they what won't. you're doing. <laughs> they won't notice it. <laughs> it's not even well done if you're yeah. gonna do it fair enough but it, it, it's it's a bit oh i mean i'm i'm all for cleaning up images i'm all for making things you know safe for my kids to watch without me going oh a minute i have to check that first because it might have something in it that's not right but i mean some of the i mean the first x-men movie uh x-men one two and three are on disney plus correct maybe, mystique maybe no, they are. Okay. Mystique. I'm sorry, that costume leaves nothing to the imagination. And she was just painted blue with a load of little bits put all over. Okay. <laughs> so give me a break. I mean, what are you going to do? Just make her into a big blue Again, blur. maybe they're just trying to make things meet certain uh, age ratings. And that's why they're doing that to certain shows. Because this show now needs to meet this, you know, 8 to 12 range rating kind of thing. I but just... it's not the only point in the whole show that that's been done. I mean... That was the only time they've done it. And it's weird because they've just picked this one little scene out of the entire series and there's probably other parts in the series where, you know, other women have got re, you know, reasonably low cut tops but not ridiculously so. And I 
But ooh la la, you don't see anything. All right, so what we are calling for is for you to blur out Mystique and X-Men. That's really what this boils down to. She Make must be a blue... No, she a beast. Or or a, just like Violet from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Just make her like this big blue blob that Apparently rolls that's what around. Do. Let's do it. Uh, that's what Trash Pan is calling for. So Disney, get on it. Make Mystique a blue blob. That's where this whole uh, conversation... Let's, let's, let's get rid of um, Halle Berry as Storm altogether because, I mean, she wore revealing clothes. Quite a lot. You just don't like Halle Berry as Storm is all that comes down to. No, I don't like Halle Berry as Storm in the third one because she was like, I have to be in every scene and I'm so amazing and I'm wonderful and you have to do this. And she was apparently a real diva on set. So I don't like that. Okay. No. Okay. Don't be a diva. All right. All right. So really Trash Panda is, is calling for more cleavage. No, Disney. I'm not. She's calling for more cleavage in all your shows. I am not. And I am more absolutely nudity. not. That's all I'm saying is that I understand making stuff now and saying, right, we're going to take this. We want to be family friendly. So let's take these values and keep them straight. And on Disney Plus, I get that. But Disney, if you're going to do it, and I have real no problem with Disney doing it, do it right and do it well. But Netflix... Leave it the heck alone. That was unrecessary and that was so wrong. I don't wrong. know why you're jumping all over this as a point to argue. It's because not a terrible I point. You can't... You, I know. You don't want to touch Back to the Future. I understand that. No. But <laughs> it's just a weird point to be arguing. I don't know. It's big news. All right. Big Shut news. Up. It's big news, people. It is. All right. Well... I think we're going to call that a show for today. Um, I, I do want to b- bounce back to what we started mental health awareness month, guys. Um, yes. If you need any help, there are plenty of things out there. We've talked about the ChatNow.org app. You can go to ChatNow.org. There are people that you can talk to 24 hours a day if you need to. And as always, please reach out to us. If you ever want to talk to someone, we are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Geek UG. At the Geek UG. You can reach us anytime, any day. We respond. We'll have some fun. Come play with us on Destiny. It'd be great. What is that you're showing? My chat. Now. Oh, she has the chat now right app. There's there. even a chat now app that you can just put on, and it's totally anonymous. Uh, if you talk to us, we'll at least see your handle, so it's not exactly anonymous, yes, but we, we won't know you. Techno Sugar and Tasmanian Flea. And yes. we're well, it's in, on Destiny. Yeah, yeah on Destiny too. Or our PSN names. Yep. Um, but guys, um, it's been a great show. We've enjoyed it uh, so much. <gasps> I had stuff I didn't even talk about. No, that I, I had some to. stuff I didn't talk about, but I'm really excited because next week's show, we have a special guest. We do. My daughter is coming Artemis on the 26 will be on the show. She's going to come and talk to us because she's been playing Animal Crossing. And I haven't got to play with it once because she's mm. <laughs> always on it. Um, but it looks really cool. And she's going to kind of give you the lowdown of what it's all about. It and looks really cool. It's like the excited. number one game in the world being bought right now. I know. So she's super excited. And then we hopefully, as long as we can get half hold of Minecraft Dungeons. 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 <laughs> Minecraft Dungeons. Comes out on Tuesday. Uh, as long as we can get hold of our copy of Minecraft Dungeons, uh, possibly Mr. Squidge might join us and well, tell us about Minecraft Well, worst Dungeons. case, we're, we're looking for a physical copy. And in this world of COVID-19, we don't know where to find a physical copy on release date, May 26th, out here in the UK. Uh, it and will be digital download if we can't find it. for the last three months, and I'm not joking, since Easter. <gasps> There's only 493,000 days until... Our son has been very excited. Every single day is counting down the day and the hours throughout the days. And it's been fun. All right. Well, guys, it's always a pleasure to be invited into your homes or cars or trains or tunnels or submarines. Where are you listening? You could be in the submarine, right? There's military personnel. They could put us on their iPads and take us in the submarine. Um, Wherever you're listening to, thank you for inviting us into your your place, your, your personal space. 
of 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 you. Um, we appreciate that. Yes. We do. do. So guys, don't forget to be awesome. Uh, Remember, you can reach us. If you're struggling, find someone. You don't have to struggle alone. Stop surviving and start thriving, I think is the the tagline for this this year's Mental Health Awareness 2020. Um, But yeah, we love you. Don't forget to be awesome. And be unique. Be Be a peacock in a field of penguins. Remember, (laughs) nobody likes penguins. No, they're bad. Well, Trash Panda doesn't like penguins. No, I don't. All right. Bye! The Geek Underground will return next week. But until then, don't forget to be awesome.